I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. The podcast is split into two parts. First, we talk through our top five of the week, and then in part two, we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook group. And this week, we are back to our monthly random Q&A. <laughs> Bring it on. Lily, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Let's pretend we haven't been talking for about an hour and a half already. <laughs> I think we've done a solid 50 minutes. Solid. <laughs> we had to, you know, we like to have a little round up, just a quick little warm up, like a warm yeah, up was like, for the real thing. I needed to get in the mood because I wasn't really in the mood this morning, not gonna lie. I'm on my period. I've got an achy back and I'm just not feeling it. Your voice note to me earlier was hilarious. Lily was, I was like, hey Lily, you ready to record? And you were just like, yeah, maybe, like, <laughs> a bit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm here, I'm ready, you got me in the mood. I am pumped, go. I'm here, I'm ready, I'm ready. But it's Monday and morning I'm, for you, yeah. you know? Like, sometimes yeah. you just need a bit of warming up, it's fine. Absolutely, how, how have you been? I I feel good. I feel like, I know this sounds really lame, and I know people are probably like, hey, you got a new house, we get it, shut up. No, but don't shut up. I feel like I've fallen in love. I feel like I've got like a brand new boyfriend that I'm just <gasps> obsessed with. And I want to show him off to everyone and show him around. And I just want to be with him all the time. Um, <laughs> like that's how I feel. I well, lucky you're in lockdown because you can be with your new <laughs> exactly. homely boyfriend all the time. I love, it's like honeymoon period. It's for the house. honeymoon period. I said this to Mark and Mark was like, um, no, I just feel like we've um, got a new house. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I feel like I've fallen in love. Um, yeah. I feel like I've just fallen in love. I feel so lucky. I feel I've got a friend that's also moved like last week, and she's like, every time when I wake up for breakfast, I'm just like, I can't believe this is our house. And I'm like, same. It's just such the peak of the week for me is just like getting unpacked, being here, loving it. Like it's so weird when you've looked at a place online for so many months and then you're finally in it. Feels like you're meeting a celebrity. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you get it. I totally weird. get it. It's very And it weird. feels like yours, but it doesn't feel like yours. It's yeah. that weird, like, I can't imagine it not being ours, but then, like, you walk around, you're like, oh my God, this is ours. Yeah, it's just, it's the weirdest, weird, weirdest, it's the weirdest <laughs> feeling. And I still feel on cloud nine, and I'm like, I just, I don't know when this is going to end, but, like, right now, I'm just, like, just over How does me. it feel to have stairs? Like, you haven't lived in a property with stairs since you were, like, a teenager. Yeah. Re- I get so puffed out. I get to the top of the stairs and I was, I, I walked up the stairs today to tell Mark something and I was wheezing, like, <laughs> like actually wheezing. Um, and also like, you can't shout as much and hear the other person. Like back yeah. in the flat, you could be like, babes, babes. And from the other room, like you could just have a proper whole conversation. Whereas like Mark can be shouting to me. I don't, I don't even know that he's shouting at me. He sent me a voice note the other day and I was like, this is a good idea. Like, <laughs> oh like a little intercom system, you know? <laughs> that is so weird, walkie-talkies. Literally walkie-talkies. It's so <laughs> weird. We're just used to being able to shout at each other like from the other side of the house. So, um, Do you work in different rooms? Well, we've only had like three working days so far. Um, but yeah, we always work in different rooms. I'm very easily distracted. Oh, yeah, as per my school reports, Anna is easily distracted. Like, I can't work in the same room as anyone. Like, I just can't. I just want to talk. Remember when we used to have our, like, working days? Yeah, and I used to get so much done because I work really well when I'm, like, motivated by other people. Whereas Anna would be like, yeah, I've done nothing today. 
<laughs> like all I've done is chat to you. It was so annoying because <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, that was a waste of a day. And I was like, damn it, I want to do this all the time. I'm just not good at working like in front of other people. So always in separate rooms, but yeah, just Oh my just God, that, do you remember it. that? We used to call them study days. Study days. They oh. were so fun in your flat in London most of the time. Yeah, with the brown carpet, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the brown oh carpet. Oh my God, I remember. I could never forget. What about you, Lily? What was your peak of the week? Um, this week we had our cupboards finished in oh, our downstairs. Um, love them. So happy with them, like storage dreams, just like so much space to put stuff in. Someone left me a comment being like, this is going to be so good when you have multiple kids and they've got school bags. And I was like, oh my God, you've just made me like more excited about my storage. Like, yes, she is on the pick. same page as me. They can have a little yeah. like pick with their names on. Yeah, that's just, I just like putting stuff away. Yes. It feels great. Yeah. Very happy with them. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, Thank you. I'm excited to like put some nice things on the shelves over time. Aww. And yeah, that was definitely my highlight of the week. It it was real like, it's going to, well, it was just your video, but I feel like in the future, it's going to be pure like organization porn. You know oh what I mean? God. Like, it's, yeah, I'm excited. I need to get a label maker. Like I've got one of those ones that we both got the Dymo one, but I think I want like a proper printy one. Ooh, honey's going up in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tempted to ask for it for my birthday. Is that really lame? <laughs> no, I would love that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely in like organization heaven. It's just the best. Oh, so happy with that. So good. Um, what has been your watch like share repeat this week? I wonder if you have seen this guy too. Luke Millington Drake. He is an actor on Instagram and he does Kira Knightley impressions. Oh, did, I think you may have sent this to our WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so funny he, he does, but I only seen that one it, I didn't know he does like multiple oh ones. yeah so it's like one off. Kira Knightley auditions for um, Love Island Kira Knightley like <laughs> meets Hugh Grant for a coffee in Primrose Hill like oh, he does poor Kira but Knightley. the thing is, is I, I feel I've listened to stuff with Kira Knightley like listen to podcasts and I feel like she'd have a good sense of humour about it and he's also basically just doing her character from Love Actually yeah like it, it's not like he's doing Kira Knightley he's doing Kira Knightley in Love Actually like super super posh like oh oh Hugh like it's just well, she is a bit like don't you remember her and Bender Lie Beckham it was pretty much the same character <laughs> no I, I don't remember that but <laughs> I just feel like she would take it in good jest and it's just yes. he also has ones with like his super posh friends that are called like Tortellini um, <laughs> and it's just so funny and just very self-aware and I love it and it really every time there's a new one it really like tickles me Kira Knightley oh, loses her keys was like one of my favorites <laughs> again he's like I love this sort of stuff I need to follow him so we'll link that in the show notes for you if you just need something like light and funny it's he's very entertaining very very good. is that what you do when you're meant to be working you just watch of course of course <laughs> what about you oh uh, mine is so random but you know when okay. like your your YouTube homepage just brings up something and then you like watch it and then you're like oh my god this is so much better than I thought it would be yeah um really really random it's a YouTube channel by someone called Lisa Holt Design she's an American lady who's very enthusiastic like she's kind of crazy and I love that yeah um and she's an interior designer I think it's so random but the video is called new top 10 ikea product review 2021 okay <laughs> like, okay and actually it's kind of genius she goes through all the new products that ikea are bringing out next year and you know how ikea is quite overwhelming when you walk around you, you can miss things and i don't really like shopping online there um so it's actually really helpful and it made me really excited about some new things coming up next year like they've got this rattan side table and footstool that looks so nice and she talks about why she thinks the product's good and she gives it like a 
rating, star rating out of five. And she's like, five star and a kissy emoji. She's like, really, it's really funny. Oh, but, I um, love this. I love it. I think you'd quite like it. I mean, it's very different to the other style of videos I watch, but I just think it's a good idea to in, like go through. And she's, she's got like videos on like top 10 Ikea products and things like that. And Does she do I hats and stuff as well? Not so much. It's more just like how, it's more style interior design. So like how to find the right products and stuff. Right? Yeah, it's not so much hacks and things like that, not DIY. But that's so um, clever though. Cause yeah, like you said, it's so overwhelming to like know where to start. It's like, yeah. it's like a friend being like, okay, here's 10 things that you absolutely need to buy. Yeah, I've never felt so excited about like, ikea products coming out next year it's so it's so random or the fact that ikea is reopening as well like yeah (laughs) i know desperate to go and it's like chaotic in there we tried last time but yeah it's it's worth watching i'll add the link to that video in the show notes oh i love that what about Hmm. top of the box what have you been watching uh i watched a christmas film a new one oh a new one yeah, one from this year. And this is not, I'm going to talk about it because I watched it. It's not the best, it's not the best film, but it's like one of those easy watching, like worth a watch, but not the best film ever. I had to buy it. It was on Amazon Prime. It's called Happiest Season. Uh, Chris, It's with Kristen Stewart. Have you seen anything about this? No. It's with Kristen Stewart. She goes home to meet her girlfriend's family at Christmas um, and her family's quite intense, but the family don't know that she's like, she hasn't come out yet to her family and told them that she's gay. So it's like quite an uncomfortable, awkward Christmas. And you kind of see how the whole Christmas unfolds. Um, so it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's like a little bit silly, easy watching, but like, it's nice to watch something new. Like, you know, we watched the holiday while we were doing the tree and of there's course. all the classics, yeah. but it's just, it was nice to sit and watch something different. Also, I love Kristen Stewart. She's just Me too. so cool. She's so cool. And she cool. seems really herself and cool in this one. It's different to what I've seen her in other things. And she's oh. got like cool short blonde hair in it. And yeah, I like it. Oh, cool. Okay. I love that yeah. you also like paid for a Christmas film. I'm like, Lily, there's yeah. like a million princess Christmassy things on Netflix. Like, yeah, you went all out. I miss watching new films. Like I miss yeah. the cinema. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't, it did feel good. I like put my phone away. I didn't look at my phone. Oh, you properly engaged? I love that. Yeah, I know. I'm so bad at looking at my phone whilst I watch TV. It's a terrible habit. I love that. So, yeah. What about you? Okay, so we haven't actually got like proper TV here currently. So, but we have got Wi-Fi now, which is great. So, you know, recording straight from my wardrobe. Like that's literally what you're getting right now. Um, so I haven't really watched a lot of TV. And also we've been going to bed so early. Last night I was in bed at 9 p.m. It was amazing. <laughs> Um, so we definitely haven't been on the TV front, um, but I am, I'm still watching The Bachelorette. And you know what? On the Facebook group, there is actually quite a few threads about it. People yeah, like, I saw. I started watching The Bachelorette and like people are commenting underneath like, oh, you need to read this recap or like watch this guy because he like live like streams it or, you know, that kind of thing, like live uh, Instagram stories it. Um, so I love that. Keep that coming. Like it's really great to talk to other Bachelorette heads. Um, I'm just loving the season with Taisha. So you know that <laughs> before it was Claire and she was just so obsessed with this one guy. She just like called the whole thing off. She's like, no, yeah. I'm obsessed with this one guy. Mm, the end. And ha- never having watched The Bachelorette before, I, w- I thought it was quite sweet. But now I'm watching it with Taisha. I'm like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Like she is supposed to date multiple men. Like that is the plan. That's the premise of the show. And she's actually doing it. Just to talk you through my front runners, Zach. <laughs> He basically looks like Ryan Gosling, just throwing Mm. that out there. Like he's 
a bit older than Taisha. It seems like they have good chemistry, very mature. He keeps out of the drama. I also really like Ben. He seems like a lovely guy. Um, so yeah, my my favorites is Zach. Also Ivan. They had a very like heart, amazing heart to heart that was brilliant to watch. Um, I'm just very into it. It comes out on Hey You every Friday, and I'm like, oh, it's a new episode of The Bachelorette. I get really excited. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, so still watching very lowbrow TV and thoroughly enjoying it. But when you are ready to like go back to normal TV and like yeah. get your TV set up, I would highly recommend FreeSat. Don't know if you know about Ooh, Freesat. I don't know what Freesat it's like is. if if you don't have Sky, if you don't want Sky, because you watch Netflix, Amazon Prime, and stuff, it's just it's a bit like Freeview. It's called Freesat, and it has all like the normal channels oh. in use. But it's like really easy to record, and it's just it's really nice to use. Oh. It's a good one. I think good also one we need to get Now TV because it has the undoing on it, which everyone is talking about. The thing with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman, and it's supposed to be amazing. Um, so we've got a couple of things like that that we need to like get through yeah. you know because i think that's got hbo on it um ah, so there you go okay. thank you about free sat i will tell mark to look into that uh <laughs> show and tell lily what have you got this week um i got sent this and i think you did too and i don't know if you've tried it yet Ooh. um but it's the cerave hydrating cleansing bar oh i did not no see i got sent something else i got sent a oh. healing ointment oh with the pizza yes Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was for a launch for that product. They must have just sent whatever they thought was right for that person's skin. Yeah, I got a okay, so I got, very oh, interesting. That sounds good. Um, I got a cleansing bar. And th- I would say the product isn't perfect, but it has made me really excited about using a solid cleanser, which I've never done before. So mm. it's literally, it looks like a bar of soap. And oh. I've never used a cleanser like that. So you literally just make make it wet, kind of lather it in your hands and it takes off makeup, it cleanses your skin. And it got me really excited because obviously I I go through my Clinique cleansing balm like probably one a month. So mm. it is a lot of packaging that I'm going through there. Um, so it is really exciting to know that like solid cleansers can be just as good. The only thing is I need to work out like where to store it. At the moment, I just keep putting it back in the cardboard box and it's a bit gross. It is a little bit messy. I need to get like a little soap dish yeah. or something for it. Yeah, that's such but- a good idea. Yeah, it's really good. It's hydrating. I mean, I think it could be a little bit more hydrating. Leaves my skin feeling a little bit dry. But once you put on your kind of serum and moisturizer, it's really nice. Yeah, I just really, I really like it. I definitely think it's worth trying. This was part of a send out that CeraVe did for Thanksgiving. And I think they were sending out like US exclusive products. Um, And so I'm not sure if that's a US exclusive, but I got sent the healing ointment that I thought I could try on my psoriasis. Um, But they also sent out a Detroit style pizza. Mm. Um, And it was the best home pizza I've ever made. And me and Mark can't stop thinking about it. We made ours because ours came like a little bit damaged. So we ended up saving what we could and we made ours like a tomato garlic pizza bread type thing. Oh, yeah, it was so good. Oh, oh my God. It was so delicious. So thank you, Sarah V. And also heads up to Sarah V because, well, not heads up, but Sarah V is such a good brand that I get my friends who've got really like problematic skin onto. Like if I've yeah. got friends who are like breaking out, they just don't know what to do, they don't know where to start, and they haven't mm-hmm. got the cash for something like the Allies of Skin, which I just absolutely adore. I'm like, Sarah V is very like basic, but is is kind of good for that. And I've had friends have really good results with so affordable, so yeah. good. The SA Cleanser. So oh, I never tried that. And the SA Smoothing Moisturizer, so good. Like, uh, I love it. Yeah, because it's all just very basic. It's just very basic yeah. and, like, just great. Like, I've had Yeah, I never yeah. get, like, eczema breakouts when I use their products. Oh, that's so, so good. Nice. That's so good. Uh, wait, have you talked about your show and stuff? I haven't. And I, these are two products which you definitely have. And I wonder if you tried Ooh. this combination. 
I'm really into getting ready these days. Um, since we moved, I'm like, I mean, I say this as I'm sat here wearing. Yeah, what are you getting ready for? Where are you going? I'm literally like wearing my pajamas under my jumper. So like, perhaps <laughs> not this morning. Um, but just like, I don't know, just to feel like ready for the day. Yeah. You're you're really good at this, and I'm really not good at this. So I've been like getting ready and not putting on like makeup, makeup, but just doing a very brightening makeup, a light, mm-hmm. a light wash. And I really love the Giorgio Armani Neo Nude Foundation with the Glossier Future Dew. A little dollop of each. Mm. Perfect combination, it really is. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's so good. And I apply it with my fingers and I just like put it on. And I look back on my skin at the end of the day and I'm like, not that bad. Like not as horrendous as I thought it would look. Like So nice. I don't use my fingers because that's so messy. Then you've got to go into the bathroom and wash your hands. True, true. But... Yeah, it's so glowy. It's so glowy. And I mean, if you had like oily skin, this wouldn't be the one for you because I feel like I look very oily by the end of the day. Personally, I quite like it. I'm like, oh yeah, oil equals healthy to me. Like I, I don't mind looking like that. But if you're quite dry and dehydrated, oh my word. Like, yeah, it gets to the end of the day and I'm just like, okay, all right. So that is definitely a winning combination, I would say. And I'm pleased you agree. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay, 100% yum. I mean, we've already spoken about pizza, but have mm, you got that's... another favourite? Well, I did I did a little festive cookie kit yesterday from oh, my did. friend's Rinkoff's Bakery. So disclaimer, I guess, that like Deb's is her family's Deb's, bakery. Guys. You know Deb's. It's Deb's. <laughs> it's her family bakery business. It's been around for like over 100 years. Um, but they've made a little festive cookie kit, which is really cute. It's actually, at the moment, they've only just started it. So at the moment, it's only, they're only sending it London, but they're like experimenting with different delivery services to see if they can do it outside of London. Um, but yeah, you get the cookies, you get the kind of ice, the piping, icing, piping, doing like a really bad sign. <laughs> Lily, Lily, yeah. Lily looks like she's holding a, you know what, right now, <laughs> <laughs> an icing bag and like Smarties and sprinkles. Anyway, what we, we did a bit with Grey it was really fun, and then she went to bed, and that's where the fun started. Oh my god, it's so relaxing, just oh. having like a piping bag and just going around like the edges of the snowman. I find oh. icing cookies the most relaxing thing ever. So I really enjoyed it. Oh, did you see that Greg James, the Radio 1 DJ, got sent one and, and was using it? Rinkoffs? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, super, super cool. I think they'd sent one to um, his wife, Bella Mackey, and then she oh. like put it on Instagram stories. And I was like, Greg James is using like Debs' family's cookie kit. Like, that's it was really very cool. cool. Very, that's really cool. cool. Um, yeah, it was very festive. Um, what about you? What's what's your 100% yum? Oh my God, guys, cooking again is just so fun. I'm not saying I couldn't cook at my family's because of course we like cooked for them as a massive thank you and we like cooked for them most days, but it's very different cooking for, I mean, they're primarily like meat eaters and Mark and I try not to eat so much meat. So we couldn't, we weren't cooking exactly what we wanted to cook and it's different in someone else's kitchen. You know, people have their, their ways, their methods, how they like things. So it's so nice to cook again, just like in our own space. In our kitchen, feels, I didn't want to say our kitchen then, but it is our kitchen. Like, I just, it feels weird. Um, so we've got our cookbooks out and like last night I just cooked for hours and it was lovely. I cooked a soup that we're going to have this week and it was all from Jessica Elliott Dennison's book. Um, she has an amazing book called Tin Can Magic and it's all, I've spoken about it before. I think back on like the lockdown lives that we were doing like back earlier in the year. Um, it's all recipes that have 
like tinned food in, like green lentils or sweet corn, tinned tomatoes, tinned cherries, condensed milk, all things that you would find like in your pantry, in your larder, in your kitchen cupboards, as she makes amazing food out of them. Oh, I'm salivating thinking about this. We actually still have leftovers. I made the garlic, sage, and white wine butter beans. I don't know about you, but I love butter beans. Mm. Love them. If ever there's like a butter bean dip or something on a menu, I want to try it. And this was like, it was just so delicious. Like creamy butter beans with, no joke, almost half of, no, not even half bottle, almost a whole bottle of white wine. 500 mils of white wine went into this thing. It was like eight garlic cloves. I mean, it was like all of my favorite things. <laughs> Butter, like all these things. It was mm. so delicious. Um, it was just really, really good. Really tasty, like really rich and winter warmery. We had it with some roasted cauliflower and it was just delicious. That sounds delicious. I've never it. known anyone who cooks from a recipe as much as you do. Like <laughs> you are so into, it's so funny because I was thinking about it. I was thinking to Rich about it. I was like, I don't know if I did, like I'll, I'll just cook, but just like make something up. But you are always, every time you cook <laughs> on stories, you're like, so I pop the recipe. I'm like, do always. you plan ahead? Do you like do your shopping based on what you're going to cook? Because I never have the stuff I need for a recipe. Yeah. So at the beginning of the week, like I've, I've got what we're going to make till Thursday, like already sorted. Do you ever just like, See makeup. Sometimes, okay, say say it gets to Friday and it's like, can't be bothered to go do the shopping today. But I've got like a lemon, some butter, some parmesan and, and some pasta. And I'll be like, oh, we could make a little like, let's see if I can find a recipe. And if we don't have a couple of things, I would like change it up. You still find a recipe there. <laughs> still find That's a so recipe. Funny. You love a recipe. I'm still That's finding so a recipe. your personality. It's so me, isn't it? It's so yeah. me. <laughs> I, I realized this the other day. I was like, Anna cooks for a recipe every day. Basically, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I just yeah, love... It's a special occasion for me if I cook from a recipe. That's so funny. But if, if you do, if like me, you like a recipe book, <laughs> then Tin Can Magic is really good. I love it. It's, so, it's just, it's one of my favorites that I go back to like all the time. Yeah. So there you go. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lily, you know me so well. You know me so well. Right, you ready? Hilarious. Right, part two, guys. General random Q&A. You gave us loads of loads of brilliant questions, as always. Also, I apologise to Lily because I've just moved my computer a little bit close to me. I'm sat on the floor currently. And you have the most flattering angle, like, basically <laughs> up my nostrils right now. So apologies for that. Hello. My, I am so... My hair is so frizzy. I'm wearing no makeup. I've got one of those, like, sweat bands on my hair to just keep the frizzy bits down, so... Come on now. It's Monday. It's fine. Like, we're all cool. Sophie asks, Lily, do you have any house reno advice for Anna? Things she might not know from doing up the flat. I'm super excited for all the house content. Thank you, Sophie. I was thinking about this and I was asking Rich, like, I don't have any advice that you won't already know. Because one, you probably already know. I probably already told you if you didn't know. And also, guys, she's married to Mark, who is like... (laughs) Like, I'll say, oh, guys, you should get a hot tap. And Mark would be like, oh, but didn't you know that the top... And he just knows more than, like, any of us about everything. So there's no point. Like, I tried to think of something that I could add to this question. Yeah. I guess my first one would be, which I think you already know, but you know you're going to have kids in this house. So plan for that and don't kind of do stuff for the present. Um, Yeah because it would just make things easier when you do have kids and ask people who are who do have kids for their advice because 
like before you think you know but you don't know and even now I don't know what it's like to have older kids yeah. so I'm always asking people for the step ahead yeah so that's a good one um obviously you know this but like get multiple quotes and multiple options even if you think you know exactly what bathroom you want and I know you're like that you get set on an idea and you just want it get some multiple quotes and options because you might learn something new that you'll be like oh actually I hadn't thought about that yeah or like actually there is different options out there so just do it because it's worth it yeah um if you get friendly with your neighbors go and ask if you can look around their house because actually often your neighbors will have similar style and shape houses to you and you can get some good ideas we've done that with a neighbor uh, looking at their loft and it really helps looking at similar properties to what you have that's such a good tip I love that um and my last one would be just to like and which is so so great that you're already living in the house and you can do this but like work out where the light is and where the light isn't and mm-hmm. choose everything according to that choose your paint like we realized quite early on that our hallway is quite dark so every paint that we tried just looked really sludgy mm. so we ended up going for a kind of a white which we didn't think that we would and it, I think it really works to like do things according to where the light falls in your house. hundred mm. percent. We've already been looking at like, um, you can go online and find out like where the sun sets on like particular days of the year. Cause obviously mm. we've moved in in the, in like probably the worst time in terms of like light and weather. So we're like, mm. oh yeah, the sun, it is nowhere. And then we're like, oh actually, yeah, but it'll be fine come like the summertime, you know? So I think mm. it'll be good to almost spend a year here and like, test that kind of stuff out and so interesting what you're saying about other people on the street because other people have some really nice windows and we need to redo the windows and I was like oh we're so knocking on their door and being like excuse me (laughs) who did your windows and like do do you have any advice um because yeah if someone did that on our front door I'd take that as a huge compliment like yeah why not absolutely um thank you for your advice you're so welcome anytime (laughs) (laughs) Bryony asks Top recommendation each for house move day. I'm moving shortly and I'd love a tip from you both. Congrats. Oh. No, I'm saying congrats. Oh She's yeah, congrats. Congrats, congrats Brian. <laughs> um, okay, I have I have some thoughts. They might be the same as yours, Lily. Sure. You have to have your bedding and like anything that you need for getting ready for bed. That's like primary importance. You're going to be so cream crackered by the end of that day that you just want to have like your bed your bedding, your pajamas, your toothbrush, a towel, like handy. Good idea. I've put like, use a different label for boxes with immediate use. So yeah. Just make a box and be like, because you're not going to unpack everything no. like straight away. So just have boxes that you know is like the stuff that you need. Definitely. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Like anything that is like, or even if it's the tea making kit or, or something like that, like you want your kettle yeah. or you want a plate and some forks, whatever like have that for maybe like your kitchen, your bathroom, your bedroom, like what is essential that like one box that you're going to need to unpack. I would prioritize like getting the bed up, putting them, you know, making the bed. That just means that you're ready at the end of the night, end of, end of the day, end of the night, whatever, just to fall straight into bed for sure. Yeah. And then I would also say like one thing that we didn't do, and if I was to do this all over again, um, we actually didn't have a fridge until the day we moved in. And so we kind of didn't do it because we thought, oh, what if the fridge doesn't arrive? Blah, 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 whatever. But say you're moving in and you do have a fridge, I would have ordered a food shop to mm. come probably like the morning after we'd moved in. Because everyone gets takeaway on your first night. That's fine. That's a given. But like I would have ordered a food shop because you don't, we had so many people. My mum was like, let us know what I can get you at the shops, blah, blah, blah. You don't have the brain power to be like, oh, I need eggs and cheese and blah 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 like 
But if I previously, like two weeks before, I just booked in a food delivery slot, I wish I'd done that. That would have been like yeah. a really, really helpful thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I think that's it from me. I've just put like, say yes to help. Obviously COVID yeah. times is differently, but if friends are offering to help you move, one of our friends helped us like, just say yes, more help the better. Yeah. When you get to your next property, I'd say put all the relevant, this may be a bit obvious, but put all the relevant boxes in the relevant rooms. Yeah. Rather than just putting it all in one room, it would just save, you'd be like, oh, this is going in the bedroom, this is going in the lounge. Yeah. Just do that. Uh, utilize your suitcases, like fill them with stuff. 100%. Is that a bit obvious? Do it. Um, and then also if you're like worried about clothes, I know a lot of moving companies will, you, they can do rails, which I think is a really good idea. We didn't do that, but a lot of people recommended it. Yeah, that's um, such And that's idea. kind of easy. If you've got... Uh, and book it in... Sorry, go. I was going to say, book in, book in the internet ahead of time. Oh. Get your internet installed. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I was going to say, if you know someone that's moving, personally, the best present or the best, like, gift, if you're like, oh, I don't know what to get them, food. Lily got yeah, us cookies. Yeah, I said snacks. <laughs> um, we got two packs of the um, Pick-Yo mix that, like, various <laughs> people got us, which is lovely. Um, like even a box of chocolates, whatever, like we were just, that was basic. Like those cookies kept us going for like two days. And Good. my friend has just moved and I dropped around some like brunch supplies, like mm. bread, eggs, granola, yogurt, fruit, like that kind of thing. So I was just like, I know you wouldn't have gone out and like done a food shop. So like, here's, this is going to get you through tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. Our friends brought over like toilet roll, fairy liquid, like essentials yeah it doesn't it doesn't have to be like a big fancy bunch of flowers because you're probably not going to have your vases out anyway exactly (laughs) something that's like really really helpful food yeah that kind of thing is is really great but good luck Bryony like hopefully that helps like it's it's a very exciting day but it's also going to be mildly really quite stressful and that's okay yeah like it's like that for everyone um Becca asks what is on your Christmas list this year I mean, every year I ask for the same thing and it's always cash shed vouchers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say white company cashmere socks because that's always no. on my list as well. <laughs> no, no, I've got, I've got enough of those now. <laughs> cash shed vouchers because it's the gift that keeps on giving. Like I like that I can always, I can use it in like the new year. Yeah. And like for me, just like an experience, like doing something like that is such a treat even more now that I'm a mum. It's my favourite thing ever to go and have like a spot. I don't need stuff. I don't need stuff, but... Um, so that's normally what I asked for. This year for my birthday, I don't really, we don't really do Christmas presents, but for my birthday, I asked for the Firm Living Rippled Tumblers. I'm very excited. Ooh. Hopefully I'll get some. Oh they're my God, so I've nice. seen these. Yes, yeah. I've seen these. Yeah, it's like a set so of cool. four, which I don't know really if it's enough, but I can, I can add to them. They yeah. just look really nice. Like we've got really crappy glasses, so I'd be excited to change those. Oh, I what about you? I mean, I can't stop buying nice socks. Like, I don't know what's happening with me, but our daily edit, they do the best range of socks. It's like a local independent Brighton shop and they do socks from a brand called Le Bon Shop. Um, And they are amazing. The colors are like, I need one of every color or two of every color. Like that's that's how I feel about these socks. Um, They do various different styles. They do like cashmere ones, wool ones. But this year I realized I was like, number one, lots of my underwear has holes in it. Number two, mm. my socks don't even fit my feet. Like, what am I doing? I spend all this money and invest in like really nice clothing by walking around in socks that are like two sizes too big. So yeah. I would just say like nice, ooh, like nice socks that you're just gonna have for a really long time and look cool when they are like above boots, you know? I need to like get there. Like you're there, you're like, <laughs> yep, I wanna invest in socks. I'm still like, really? They just go on your feet and then they go on the floor. 
well, we have to we have to do slippers now. This hardwood floor life. I'm like, you can't be. It's like all about the slipper life. Yeah, that is true. Slippers um, always good shout as well, actually. Oh, I love my. I'm wearing them now. My hush slippers. They oh, are can so you show nice. me? Yeah, I literally am so obsessed with them. They're like <gasps> faux fur, and they kind of have like two like things that go across. They're like really super. It's like Birkenstocks. If Birkenstocks were mixed with a Yeti. Yeah, every time I see you wearing your Birkenstocks, I'm like, Anna, those are like summer sandals. <laughs> you need some slippers for home. I've got my like big fluffy leopard print Uggs, but um, oh, yeah. But yeah, they look, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm looking for. They do some yeah. Birkenstocks that have like a sheep skinny thing inside and I'm like, ooh, ooh Jules has ooh. them. Ooh, there you go. That was a lot of, that was a lot of things there. That was definitely so not one thing. so boring and old though. Like, do you remember we used to ask for like MAC lipsticks? Yeah. I'm like, I'd like some slippers and socks. Thank you. <laughs> Abby asks, top three Disney films. I mean, Abby, this is the hardest question ever. Are you joking? <laughs> it's hard three. for me because I was like, um, um, <laughs> No, I literally was like, how can I condense it down to three? Okay. I had to go through the list on Wikipedia and I was like, there's too many great ones. So what I did to like calm my anxiety was I picked an old one, a medium one and a recent one. Okay, cool. So forgive me, Disney lovers for missing out some absolute classics on this list. I'm just, I'm horrified at how many I haven't been able to mention. Okay. My classic is The Jungle Book. It's my Classic. dad's favorite film of all time, so it reminds me of him. Yeah. Great songs. Yeah. Excellent book. Just an absolute brilliant film. Okay. My medium pick is maybe controversial, but I love it. Ratatouille. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, you you would love it, Anna, because it's all about cooking. Oh. And it's so satisfying to watch. And I, oh, it's so heartwarming. You and Mark should really watch that. I think you would love it, seriously. <laughs> it's such a nice film. The ride at Disney World is great as well. It's great. I love it. It makes me hungry. Oh, so cute. And then my recent one is Moana. Okay. Because I really like the songs. Um, I love the like voices. The crab is great. Um, yeah, good one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You've thought about this so much. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. That was hard yeah. for you, I can tell. Yeah, what about you? Okay, I'm going to so judge you, by the way. You're going to judge me on all of these. I'm going back to like old school, like ones that hold a, a childhood memory for me. Because I definitely, I haven't, I'm not the biggest Disney head and I haven't watched all of them. Like, so please forgive me. No. Um, no. <laughs> no. Number one, The Lion King. Yeah. Remember crying to it in the cinema. Actually quite oh. scary. Mufasa. Mufasa. Just so sad. But like great music, love that. Like I'm a child of the 90s. That is like a 90s mm-hmm. classic. Number two, 101 Dalmatians. Yes, that almost made my list. Um, again, like we were just the right age for it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. my sister had a little lucky Dalmatian that she like- yeah, Me too. Did she? Too. Oh my God. <laughs> that she like walked around with for like years. Like we just absolutely- How scared of you were of, of Corella were you? Bloody terrified. Yeah. Bloody so. terrified. Um, and then the third one I feel is a bit off piece, but I have a very vivid memory of going to the cinema and watching this with my friend during like summer holidays. My mum had taken us and we saw a, a, two boys from school. They were there with their mum. And one of them had the, the really, really gigantic um, box of popcorn and dropped it all over the floor. So uh, I really remember, <laughs> I really, really remember this. But Pocahontas, 
Oh. It was just like, it's just beautiful. Like it was just such a beautiful, like again, great yeah. music. Mm. I had like a lot of Pocahontas merchandise when I was a child. Um, and yeah, I just, just really liked that one as well. So there you go. Those, yeah. those are my top three, but I've probably offended a lot of people and I'm, I sincerely apologize. No, no. I respect your your list. Okay. Few. Few. I was worried about that one. <laughs> Magdalena asks, I love this question, by the way. This is funny. Like we ask, oh my God, I love we ask this the question. random and I'm like, Magdalena, you have delivered. Like you <laughs> have delivered here. Ever since I started listening, I hear you mention bad cups of tea. And I have absolutely no idea what a bad cup of tea is. As I am from Germany, <laughs> tea here means you pour water into a cup with a tea bag and let it sit out for as long as you like. It would be great if you could explain what defines a good cup of tea. Can I just say Anna's not allowed to ask I'm this not. because she doesn't drink tea? I don't drink tea or coffee, so I'm very sorry. Lily, you're going to have to take this one. Okay. Magdalena. <laughs> Hi. How are you? In... Oh, actually, I feel like I'm going to get hate because I'm probably going to say something wrong. In the UK, tea is a big thing for us, okay? And when we talk about tea, most of the time we're not talking about what you're talking about, which sounds like a herbal tea. A herbal like tea, a you would tea. leave the tea bag in the water and you just leave it for as long as you like. Some people like it stronger, some people like it weaker. That's fine. We're talking about English breakfast tea, which you do get around the world, but it's specifically English breakfast tea or maybe like an Earl Grey, similar-ish yeah. vibe. I'm talking about English <laughs> breakfast here, Yorkshire, decaf often. So... This is how I like to make my tea. Tea bag in first. I just think people who put the water in first and then the tea bag, oh my God, it makes me actually feel ill. <laughs> tea bag in first and then you put in the boiling water. Yeah. I like my actual tea to be very strong. So I'll let it sit there for a while and then I'll like really squeeze the tea bag out and kind of just let it, what's the word? Steep. Thank you. Then the tea bag comes out. Um, and I, I like quite a lot of milk. I like my tea milky, but like I said, the actual tea strong. So I use skimmed milk. Some people, and it actually makes me quiver, put the tea bag in, like no water, and then milk. Oh my God, I can't bear it. I can't bear it. <laughs> and then the water. I don't know. I can't even talk about it. That's, uh, I'm all about the tea bag, the water, let it get strong, tea bag out, milk in. Yeah. Um, nothing worse than like a watery cup of tea, which is when you like don't let the tea bag sit for long enough. Yeah. Like it's just like weak. And often I find that when you go out for tea and it's like in a teapot, that always happens. It just drives me insane. Um, but but yeah, that that's what we're talking about. A bad cup of tea would be like a watery one or a weak one. Well, this thing is also very personal. This is what I struggle with with tea. As a non-tea drinker, I am crap at making tea because I don't understand the real like, the details here. But there's a standard tea. Like for me, I, if I was making tea for someone else, I would do it the same, but just not as much milk. Cause I know I have mine quite milky. So I just do like yeah. a dash of milk. And that's kind of like a standard tea color. Well, so my dad has no milk. My mom has no joke, a little bit like this, a drop, yeah. a drip drop. With English breakfast? Yeah. Mark, Your dad has English breakfast, just, just, just no, no milk. milk. Mm. Mark is more like you, more like kind of, maybe a little bit milkier but mark actually times yeah i know i've long. made tea for mark and he's like not yet not yet yeah. and i'm like oh god it's okay. four to five minutes <laughs> like four minutes or five minutes depends how he feels on the day but he actually yeah. sets the timer so there's constantly timers going off in our house and people are like oh what's the timer for and i'm like oh it's mark it's mark's cup of tea um so but you don't want it to get yeah. cold like you don't want too long that's what I mean, four to five minutes, apparently. That's perfect, Lily. So this is the thing, it, a, a good cup of tea to someone would be like 
a bad cup of tea to someone else. But I, and I agree yeah. with you. There is also like, you don't want it too watery. Like that's universally like Oof. not good. Yeah. I don't have sugar in mine. Like often people will have sugar. Yeah. I don't. So there you go. Magdalena, has that explained it to you? Oh, I really want a cup of tea now. <laughs> I have like two or three a day. I love that question. I really want to know your answer to this one, Lily. It's from Eleanor. And they ask, if you could only use one skincare product for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Well, it depends. Are you wearing makeup? Because if you're wearing makeup, you have to take it off somehow, don't you? This is, But you don't want your only makeup, your skincare product to be a cleanser because it's just not... It's boring. Like, yeah, exactly. Like if I if I was still wearing makeup, then it would have to be a cleanser. I'm not going to go to bed with that with my makeup on. So yeah. then I would probably pick like a really hydrating cleanser that could like be my everything. Right. So like I really like the Kate Somerville yeah. cleanser because it's very hydrating. But if we just were ignoring the fact that this whole makeup thing exists, then I'd probably pick like a serum, like a hyaluronic acid serum because that as long as I've got enough hydration and glow, I'm happy. Would that be do you have a particular one? Not really. Like at the moment, I'm using a hyaluronic acid from the Inky list. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And it's just a very basic one. I don't, do you know what? I don't know if I have like my perfect hyaluronic acid serum yet. Oh. What about you? Okay, I, I 100% have an answer to this. We're forgetting mm. the cleansing thing. Let's just get okay. that out of there. Um, the Allies of Skin Promise Keeper Blemish Sleeping Facial is, oh my God. It's quite honestly magical. That. It is yeah, I use it every night as well. Magical. Like my skin, I, I'm just going to put it out there. Like my skin has never been terrible. Like I have friends who've really, really struggled with their skin. Like I'm not saying, oh my God, my skin was so bad. It definitely wasn't. But since I came off the pill maybe two years ago now, it definitely hasn't been as happy with me. And I've definitely struggled more with blemishes in the last two years than I ever have in my entire life. Um, And I, I just was trying everything. I was trying everything. And I don't know how I stumbled across this product. I saw a couple of people talk about it, say that they liked it, read up the reviews online. And the reviews online were basically saying that it solved the exact issue that I had, which was like this hormonal chin under the skin, constantly having breakouts that you couldn't really pop, just was annoying. And so I was like, fine, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. And I went whole hog. I literally stripped my skincare back in the evening, just cleansed, used that. And I think that was back in like early August now maybe more like June, like June, July. That's all I've used. I've gone through two tubes of it. And I'm like, my skin has never looked better. I rarely have these types of spots anymore. Um, I might, I think I go through like a period and I like don't get a spot. And I'm like, this has not ever happened to me. (laughs) Like it is amazing. I know it costs a lot of money, but I've got, um, I've got a friend who really struggles with her skin actually. And I was like, look, I'll, I'll sort you with, sort you out some sent her a tube. She's been using it for maybe like a month. And she sent me a before and after, even just from this month. And she was like, it's really doing something. So, I mean, it's not going to work for everyone. Of course, there's going to be people who are disappointed by it. But for me, I'm like, I've never used a skin, a skin. So I just got really confused. I looked out the window there and there is a squirrel just having the time (laughs) of its life. Woo, on our drain pipes, you go for it. We call him Cyril. Hey, Um, but I've never had a skincare product that has been that effective and just has, has worked so well for me. So for me, God, I bloody love I it. Toast. I mean, you couldn't use it in the morning. And stuff, no, like, no. I agree though. I, I started using it as soon as you started, as soon as you recommended it. And I agree because I'm also not on the pill anymore. And also the masks were making yeah. me spotty. And yeah, it's totally sorted out. I, I think I still get the odd one every now and again when I'm on my period. But yeah, I use it every night. 
and it's great oh, i'm so it really pleased. really does work. i'm so pleased. everyone who i've like recommended to recommended it to has like come back and been like yeah okay fair enough like it's yeah. boring and it's not like a particularly fun product to use but it works but if you're not having to use serum and yeah. all of the other things true um then yeah kind of works out there you mm-hmm. go Okay, Molly asks, what tips do you have on sticking to our 2021 reading goals? Anna, you're always zipping through your yearly Goodreads challenge. Any advice on squeezing reading into a hectic schedule? Okay, I'm not going to lie. I love reading. I just love it. Like I factor reading into every single day. And so when I say that I went to bed at nine o'clock last night, it's because I probably spent an hour reading, an hour and 20 minutes reading. So I read every single day. Sometimes it'll be like an hour at night or sometimes it'll just be like 10 minutes and I'm so tired. I actually, last night I fell asleep with my Kindle in my hands and my Kindle fell out of my hands. Like that happens quite often. Like, oh, I love I love falling asleep like that. It's the best feeling. So my recommendation would be like, find, find your slot. Like, is it early in the morning? Maybe you want to read before work. Like maybe it's lunchtime you read every single day, but like factor it into every day and also you have to enjoy it like if it's not something you enjoy you're not going to stick to your goals or if you're not reading books that you want to read or you're reading books that you feel like you should read um then then you're not going to stick to it like I realized I really love fiction like I'm not really so into like non-fiction but previously I was trying to read a lot of non-fiction and I'd never get to the end of a book so now I like read books that I know that I'm gonna like um I take recommendations from people that I follow online, like I covet thee always has brilliant book recommendations and I'm always like screen grabbing. If I see someone like put a book, a, a book? <laughs> if I see someone put a book on Instagram stories, I'll screen grab it. And then when I'm like, oh, I don't know what to read next, I'll go to that. Um, and also having a Kindle. I know it's really boring and there's people out there that are like, it's not the real deal, but it's really, really helped me um, to read more because I don't know, it's just so much easier to read in bed. I read for longer because I used to get cold being like out of the covers with my book. Um, So it keeps me like warm and I can nestle down. Also, I can turn the lights off and still read my Kindle. Whereas before I had to keep it on and Mark would be like, when are you going to turn the light off? I'm tired. Um, So yeah, Kindle, reading every day, read stuff that you enjoy and enjoy it. If you don't, some people aren't into reading and that's cool, but like just yeah just have fun with you it you can try audiobooks as well yeah you? lily loves an audiobook yeah there you go it's not cheating handy. it's still reading like it's still it's still you still <laughs> just means that you book. can do it whilst you're doing whilst you're walking yeah exactly exactly um zuzana writes lily any advice regarding the time when you're trying for a baby did you discuss it with friends and family how not to stress lots of love it's such a tricky time because i think just how life is now we're very used to just getting things when we want them Mm -hmm. and I think once you've made that decision in your head like oh I want to have a baby you almost think like okay I want one now yeah it's it's quite hard to get your head around the fact that that doesn't always happen um so just knowing that it might not happen straight away is is a good place to start it doesn't mean there's something wrong necessarily um I would say just like try to become in tune with your own body and your own cycles if you can. I really didn't understand enough about that when I tried first time round. Um, and it really helps. Like, no, you're not a robot. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's apps that are meant to tell you when you're ovulating, but they're not, uh, they're nothing to do with your body. Mm. They're just it's basing it on like statistics and when you're meant to be ovulating and things like that. So just 
remind yourself that you're not a robot Mm -hmm. and try to become more in tune in that i didn't tell friends and family that i was trying because yeah then i felt i feel like the pressure would people would be waiting and Mm. i wouldn't want that pressure at all i think towards the end i started to ask a friend for advice who i knew had been through something similar um and that's fine because they have been through it so they'll know not to put the pressure on yeah so if you need to ask a friend that's already done it i think that's that's fine and it was really helpful actually um yeah, so I think that'd be my main advice. And just don't become too obsessed with pregnancy tests too early. I know everyone does that and I did the same, but you almost get too excited about it at the beginning and you can spend a fortune on those things. And the more negative tests you get, the more disheartened you become. Mm. So next time around, I think I would wait as long as possible. You know, I won't be doing those like two week early checks. Mm. Like I don't want there to be a possibility that it's gonna have a false negative or whatever. So I'd rather just wait and then get try a test then it's not like we're going out and like drinking a lot or any, you know what i mean you could be like oh i'm just not drinking and no one would really like no anyway yeah so. it's just the more times you have that like feeling of like oh it says no it's just it's just you're setting yourself up for failure really so yeah that's what i would probably try and avoid next time yeah but other than that good luck um there's no point in me saying like try to relax and not stress i hated when people said that to me because you are you want you want it and you are stressed yeah that's fine yeah it's just <laughs> one of those things I, obviously as someone who is not pregnant i think what i've learned through like seeing friends go through this is like your window to get pregnant in a month is so tiny like mm-hmm. it can be like really really small and teeny tiny so like that's what i've learned like what you were saying like trying to get it just know your body and like know your rhythms and like look for yeah. like oh does has my discharge changed like does that mean that I'm ovulating yeah. like all of those sorts of things because I've had friends who are like oh my god like my ovulation window was literally very very tiny and I had no idea yeah. so there's no like klaxon like every month and I remember Rich being like oh for god's sake we missed it and it's like oh my god I'm sorry like I didn't know, like, how do you know? Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing that tells you. You're like, no. I just don't know when those two days are. It's really, it's really hard. And everyone's like, 14 days after. No, just ignore that. Everyone is totally different. Yeah. We had a friend who would ovulate on day five, which is like so early. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. it's just, it will happen, hopefully. Good luck. Good luck. Um, Katie, turn it, turn it back to very random, but I picked this question because I was just like, I love, I this. love this and I need to know your answer to it. Katie asks, there was a debate on my group chat this week. Love that this was debated. Favorite pepper by color to eat in ranking order. Got a mixed bag of answers. Katie's is yellow at the top, then orange, then red, then green at the bottom. Lily, what is, what's the order here? Okay, well, I know what my bottom one is. Like absolutely green. Absolutely green. Absolutely. I have a friend. No way. No way would that be at the top. No way. My friend Rob will refuse to eat green peppers like he'll refuse to have him. one on his plate don't blame him um, and i didn't realize how much i hated them until he told me how much he hated them and then it almost made me realize how much i hated them <laughs> they're so like bitter. they're so bitter yeah they're awful <laughs> awful they're so bitter so, yeah, mine's the same yeah why do they exist yeah. and every time you have like a fajita recipe or anything it's like green pepper and you're like no, no. get out of my life yeah sweet peppers only in this household mm. i mean i think i would ugh, her list threw me. Hers is yellow, <laughs> orange, red. Like, I, if I just didn't even think about it, I'd be like, I don't know, maybe red, orange, yellow, green. But I'm not sure if I can really tell the difference between a red, orange, and a yellow. I think I need to try them all in... Yeah, it's almost in terms of, like, ripeness. Like, yeah. you go from, you know... But I don't know if I could tell the difference between, like, an orange and a yellow. Is there a big difference? You know what? I just had to, like, replay yours in my head. And I think mine's the same. 
Red, orange, Red, orange yellow, yellow green. green. But I agree with you. I'm not sure if I did a blind taste test that I would be able to taste the difference between red, orange, and yellow. I want to do this test. I'm going to do it. But I need to know why <laughs> Katie's so... Why is yellow her favorite? Why is red third? What? Katie, why is yellow your favorite? We need to know. Can you tell the difference? Maybe there's. I thought red would be the most sweet. I like those long pe- red, red peppers. Oh, a Romano. Know? I think they call them Romano. <laughs> mm. Probably. I love peppers. I'm here for peppers. But I agree with Katie here. Green last. I agree with Rob. Absolutely. Like green peppers, get out. Get, get out. out. <laughs> get out. Sorry, I love HelloFresh, but often they'll throw a green pepper in. Green pepper. I need to change it, it on my preference. You do need to yeah. change it on your preference. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> All oh right. Shannon, Shannon's asked, hey, ladies, seen as your lifestyle bloggers, do you ever find it hard to compare yourselves and your content to that of other bloggers? Do you feel pressure for the sake of your career content that you need to be a certain, that you need to be at certain places in your life, i.e. marriage, baby, house, purchase behavior, etc., in order to keep your content trending or relevant. Love to you both. Oh, Shannon, this is, this is like hit the spot. Yes. Y- yes, but in a way, I think this is one thing that we've both learned. Like we cannot live our lives for the internet. Like we mm. cannot get pregnant, move, whatever, just for the internet. Like it's like that real entanglement of like real life, it's kind of our jobs to share our lives, but like we cannot do major, major things just just for the internet. You just can't, like you drive yourself crazy. Do you, I don't find myself comparing myself to others no. or my content as much. I get inspired by other people's content, but I, I think we've kind of grown out of that yeah, stage of time, kind of comparing sure. ourselves. Yeah, and I think because of our relationship as well, it's main, meant that we haven't need to feel that way about others because we've got the support from each other do I feel pressured for the sake of my career content to do certain things in life no not really because luckily I think my real friends off the internet ground me and like I have my own plan of when I want things to happen yeah but in terms of like doing certain things to keep your content relevant I guess there's like a bit of pressure always in the back of your mind of like you know for little things like I've got a a kind of floor length mirror downstairs in my house. I don't think I would have a floor length mirror downstairs in my house if I didn't do this job because it's it pains me to say it because it sounds pathetic, but I need somewhere <laughs> to be able to take a bloody photo of my outfit before I like go out, which is so, so stupid, but yeah. I do. It sounds yeah. stupid, but I do. And if I didn't have that, there'd be a massive gaping hole in my content where I that I need. Yeah. So there are a few things like that that I feel like, it, it, like Anna said, we're, we're sharing our lives online. So it's really tricky to find that balance. Like I really want to try and be real and authentic online, but yeah, there's always, it's it's so hard to find the balance, I think. See, I think your answer encapsulates it perfectly. Like ultimately big, big things, getting married, getting engaged. We're not doing that for the internet or for views yeah. or for like, oh God, shit, our content's been so boring for the last six months. Let's get engaged. <laughs> like you can't, it's, it, we're a hundred percent never, ever, ever going to do that. So it's not big, big life things, no. but you're saying there's little adjustments, even if it's like things in your house or the way that we set things up. Like, of course, because it's, it's our work. Like our home is also our workspace. So of course there's going to be like small adjustments to things. If I lived for the internet, there's no chance I would have got carpet upstairs in my house. No chance. Like, oh my God, are you joking? Arwen asks, hi ladies, you both have such lovely relationships with your sisters. Were you always friends? (laughs) Is there anything your parents did to encourage that relationship? (laughs) 
Go on, you go. I'm laughing because I'm like, me and my sister have had periods over the years where we have effing hated each other. And I'm sure she would say the same to me. Like, hate is a strong word, but there was only two of us. And like, of course, as you get, when we were younger, I'm sure we argued about things. Then when we got to like teenage years, she worked in Miss Selfridge, right? I worked in a baby shop. So like her staff discount was insane. Did I steal some of her clothes? Yes, of course I did. Of course I did. (laughs) Did I steal her clothes and then make a video like on the internet, like wearing her clothes? Yes, of course I did. (laughs) Did she then be like, Anna, you're so stupid. You've stolen my clothes. And now you've gone on YouTube and made a video wearing them like, are you are you stupid yes that did happen like and then as adults of course like you live your lives like she is not me and I am not her we live our lives in different ways and of course there's going to be moments where that like doesn't work out and we're like not too happy with each other but I can hand on my heart say I have like never loved my sister more and she currently lives on the other side of the world we have never been in like such good contact we've never spoken so much about our thoughts our feelings like everything in life like it's definitely one of those things that has come with time I'd say on the whole we've we've always got on well we've never provided like that much stress to our parents on that front but when you get to adults I don't know I just feel like she she now is like my best friend which is crazy because she lives like she could not physically live further away unless she lived on the moon but yeah I like when she messages I like love it like we message like most most days and I'm just so happy that she's happy and it's really like it's really lovely our relationship now is is really really nice what about you um yeah there's a bigger age gap so there's seven my sisters are seven and ten years older than me so they were a lot closer and they like argued and did all the fighting whereas like by the time I was you know my sister was 10 and by the time I was 10 she was at uni yeah so So, um for me there was none of that until I think we got closer when I got to like 18 and could start going like clubbing and stuff with them and that's when we got like a new type of relationship where we could go out together yeah and we were more on like a level and that was really nice phase and then I think it brought us closer again when I had gray yeah and they were like helping me with like breastfeeding struggles and stuff so yeah again like you said I think we never argued and stuff when we were younger um but yeah we got definitely got a lot closer when I when I grew up and got older yeah sisters are like sisters are just a funny relationship I think because it's like the strongest of all of the emotions you know what I mean like Mm. they are your blood so like ultimately your family can like drive like my sister can push my buttons as I can her like you just can that's just sisters for you but then also it's like it's yeah it's like if she does something amazing I'm like so proud and I don't know it's such an intense well you just know that they're always going to be your family so it's not like friends where you're like oh god are we gonna have are we gonna stop being friends it's just like you're just sisters forever yeah you can have a little like falling out and then you're like oh this is ridiculous you're not going anywhere so you know Oh yeah, we have we have like we argue and then just, we don't even make up. It's just fizzles. Yeah, out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, just, it's not a thing. Exactly. But yeah, next day it's back to normal. I love also fun fact. My sister watched my video yesterday and she was like, "I cried at your video," and I was just like, "Oh, that's so sweet." Like she's like, "Um, yeah, I haven't heard from you for a couple of days, so I've just like watched through your Instagram stories like to catch up." I'm like, "Oh, thanks, sis." Um, but yeah, sisters are great. If not also the most annoying people on the planet. You get it, you know? The final question comes from Nishia. 
and they ask, did either of you ever imagine that either of you could build such a wonderful community, especially when you're in college or in high school? Lots of love for the podcast. Oh, not at all. Can I just say, this reminded me that I was looking on the Facebook group, which I just love so much. So it's almost like, does anyone else feel like we're really getting to know like another side to Anna? <laughs> I saw that comment. <laughs> I love it because it's so true. You guys are getting to know like the Anna that I know. Not You're not that different, but you're more reserved. The internet version of you is a bit oh, more reserved. So like, fact that, yeah. yeah. The fact that people are getting to see like the real you, I love it. I love it's it. It's because like, we like kind of forget what we're doing, guys. And so it gets to the end yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, did I just say it? Tell the story about put your dick away. And I'm like, I did. Oh, I did. I told the story. Oops. Like no editing out of that. Like it's happening. <laughs> and we can't be able to listen through the whole episode again. So like. You get what you often get. It's just exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that. I just, I don't know the community thing. It's so mad. I'm so proud of us actually, yeah. because there's been so many times over the years where we've turned down big jobs because it didn't feel authentic to us or we haven't done certain things and we often consult each other on them and I think that's all played a massive part in building this like really engaged lovely community yeah 100% and I'm very proud of us but also I think in a way I mean we could never have dreamt of this but I think I've told the story on like other podcasts before when we had AOL back in the day and you know you could like (laughs) have little chat rooms I started up like a chat room that was for like teenage girls let's talk about boys and fashion and like music and stuff and it it kept getting closed down because you weren't allowed to do that it was like against the parental filters so my dad kept getting emails to be like your daughter's doing it again she's trying to start like a community for teenage (laughs) girls online so it's one of those things like we've obviously always had an interest in that and it's crazy that it's like ended up in this I'm like no I had no idea that this was even possible and it's it's just the nicest thing. It can make you like quite emotional if you think about it. Like, oh my god, too deeply. So much. Um, but yeah, we're just super grateful and all of, all of your comments, DMs, everything, the Facebook page. It's just we see it all. Um, mm. Yeah, we're we're just super super grateful. It's it feels like a really nice. We're lucky to have a, like just a, a nice. It's such a boring word to use, but you know what I mean. It's such a nice community, and we really feel that. So. Yeah. yeah super super grateful and also super grateful that I get to do this with Lily like I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else you know no oh, same. Oh, same is that it oh my god are we done that is it oh my god that is it why do I feel like this is like the final episode it's not it's not, it's not. <laughs> no Thank you very much for listening. Um, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. And do remember to join the At Home With Facebook group because it's fun on there. There's lots of bachelorette stuff like, or anything we've spoken about on the episode, people post on there. It's like for the little behind the scenes, the after party, you know? So come join. It's so good. And um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Lily Pebbles and Anna is at the Anna Edit. And thank you so much to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. Tune in Thursday for a new episode. We'll speak to you then. Bye. 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 I'm waving. (laughs)